Hey, we're uh, we're totting, uh, trotting out the echo effect. What do you think about that echo effect that we just went with in that? Uh, what is that uh, liner? Is that uh, sounder? I go with liner. What would we call that, Dave Harrigan? Imager. <laughs> it was a piece of imaging. I'd call it a liner. We can go with that. Liner. That's who we are. Who we are. Who we are. That's what we do. That's what we do. Who are we? Who are you? Who are we? I think we're kind of different show to show, I guess. But uh, I am Adam. No, I'm not Adam Carter. He kind of asked Eric Paulson about following us, but he really didn't. He really did. He had Eric Paulson on, uh, who I like as a radio guest. But, yes, Eric Paulson did follow us at the fair for three blocks. That is 100% correct. And Adam kind of asked him about it, but kind of didn't ask him about it. Uh, Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, where's Ro- – I mean, listen, it's always an upgrade when Laura's here. Okay. Where's Rusty? Rusty's like in and out. Is he bored with the show already? What's going on? I've not even seen him at all today. I don't know what's going on. I'm a little worried. Mm. He's okay, right? I don't want to be making light of anything if something happened to the young man. I've been, I've not been told that. I'm hoping perhaps this is just a snow issue. A, a perhaps you know the kids are at home from school, so he had to stay home with the cool with the kids. I don't know. Hopefully, he'll be back with us tomorrow. Good, <clears throat> good, and maybe, maybe I will be here tomorrow. Maybe I will not. I don't think I should say too much about it, but it's a. Uh... It's a jury situation. Can I leave it at that? That's fair. Yes. The case... But it's a grand jury situation. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, your case is going to a grand jury, and you have to be there to find out if you're going to the pokey for a while. Yeah, the pokey. Uh, Cook liked to call it the sneezer. Which I love. I really, I really wasn't familiar with that term for the slamma, the sneezer, until Dan started working it in. No, I believe he said that came from Bobby the Brain Heenan. The sneezer. Yes. Um, how do you think I'd fare in the sneezer? Not well. Not well? No. Do you think do you think you'd fare better? I think so. I think I'd keep to myself. Yeah. I don't think you'd necessarily get in, you know, trouble with the other inmates, but I think the complaining would start early and often. No. You would not no. shut up and the guards would have to put you in solitary just to get you to shut up for a while. Oh. Well, Lottie, did I mention I went to San Francisco a couple months ago? And we did, did you really? tour Alcatraz. Um, I don't know how they do it. <clears throat> I don't know how anybody does in solitary. I wouldn't say a word in the sneezer. And I know that might seem impossible to anybody <laughs> to listen to me at any point over the last. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, 34 years of this nonsense or knows me, not a word, not a word outside of please leave me alone. Just, just, I'm over here. Just leave me alone. I would not be, you know, I would not be saying, Hey, it's January 4th. You can't say happy new year anymore. No, 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 no. I would not. Uh, I think, I think to Russia would be the one who would cause more trouble. <laughs> that's because he'd be critiquing the food in the uh, cafeteria. Yes, yes. Where's my Livia? <laughs> Do you guys have pork? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? I think he, uh, he would.
Uh, Carter. I didn't think Carter would act in the slammer. Um, I don't think it'd go well for him either. I really, I, I don't think any of us, I, I don't think we, I'm going to try to avoid the big house. No, I'm not. Uh, it's not me. It's just me and my civic duty. Uncle, right now in Plymouth at this point, I just saw a kid just dive right into a huge, huge, I'm going to say about uh, five and a half feet of snow when he got up and he looked elated. It is not snowing. No, correct uh, correction. It is snowing. It is snowing in Plymouth. How about in uh, downtown Minneapolis? You were in the heart of it. You were at the nerve center. Is it snowing? I see some light snow falling, we'll call it. Light. Are you ready to say, Uncle, that I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if, I, if I'm going to last until when, at this point, my first round of golf might be August 14th. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're on pace for astronomical numbers. Are you at the uncle point or you're like, I've lived here in Minnesota. This is no big deal. Where are you at, Eric? I'm not there yet. I was perhaps there yesterday when my car almost got stuck three different times on the way home and then did get stuck in my own driveway, <laughs> and I had to plow around oh, that's, it. To, that's uh, not good. Oh, my goodness. Just a, just a mess. But I was able to get here today uh, without any significant issue, so I'm, uh, I'm feeling better about it now. I am incredibly fortunate i never take this for granted when i when i want to i'm allowed to do the show at home it's dictated ron quinton i've been coming in more on days i don't have him but first of all he didn't leave the house until 11 30 today so today even without the snow uh i, I couldn't have made it but i'm like a fair amount of people who never, ever should take it for granted that I'm allowed to work at home. There's the, the majority is still not allowed to work at home. So we are fortunate, and I thank you for what you do because you don't have that option right now with uh, you know the way things work at this particular time. You know me. I like to offer up critiques, criticism, not be afraid about that. But help me out in this one. Can you really complain about what's taking place by MnDOT and the cities at this point when this much snow has happened? Am I... Is there something wrong with me when I'm all I'm t- cautioning you not to criticize? Did I fall and I didn't realize it? Now, here's where I don't have experience because since driving home Monday night outside of uh, searching for the news. Yes, I, yes, I'm so old. I still get the newspaper. 
and taking the garbage and recycling out, I have not left the house. Oh, I had to wipe the uh, the snow off the uh, dish for DirecTV. That's tough, I yeah. have the DirecTV on the side of the house. Key move. I'm probably going to be done with DirecTV later this year, but you can't have your dish on top of the house because then it just goes up. So I don't have your savvy and expertise in this case of driving around. Obviously, I've driven in the snow 5,000 times, but for the folks who are mad at MnDOT or mad at the cities, are they just being ridiculous this time, Dave Harrigan, or do they have merit to what they're complaining about? We all think we knew would know how to do it better, right? We all think, well, you just got to pre-treat. Yeah, you got to pre-treat yeah. some more, uh, get pre-treat. some more plows out there. Yeah. Come on. Let's get some yes. grit, get some sand, get some salt. Uh, no, yes. stop complaining. Yesterday, it usually takes about 20 to 25 minutes drive time. And it took me about 40 to 45 because traffic through downtown St. Paul and the Spaghetti Junction or whatever you call it was very slow. As By the way, that's not bad compared to a lot of people. No, it was fine. I had no complaints. It was fine until I got to about Rice Street, very slow through downtown, and then we picked up again, which was fine. Today... Aside from a couple little areas that were a little sketchy on 94 coming from Woodbury, it was 55 miles an hour the whole way. And if MnDOT can make that happen, bravo. That's impressive. Yes, and I'm sure it's not the same. You know, different highways that aren't right smack dab in the middle of the metro area, but at least for my commute, um, the only trouble I had was weren't worrying if I was going to be able to get out of my neighborhood today. Because the plow had not come through yet, but as I got about half the way to one of the main roads, oh, there was the plow already doing some work. So I had about very fine three hundred yards very. of going through some some thick snow, and then it was good to go. I think you know going back to pre-treat. I think some people think pre-treat means the roads will be warm to one hundred and fifty <laughs> degrees. Correct. So like the snow is going to hit. And it's just going to briefly turn into water, and it's just going to vanish yeah. right away. All the flakes are going to shout to the flakes, no, don't come down here. Exactly. Stay in the air. <laughs> Stay in the air. It's better. It's better. Okay. Do you have a right? Well, let's put it. Do you have credibility right now if you're genuinely ticked off at the folks at MnDOT and others who are supposed to be making the roads pristine, or you just got to say, I mean, come on. <laughs> Look what's happened the last day and a half. There really hasn't been a break. What's wrong with us when when the two of us are telling people, lighten up, stop complaining? Maybe you want to say, no, I still want to complain. Or maybe you want to join us in the very brief land of optimism about this uh, clownish weather we're right in the middle of. Again, speaking of clownish, Kevin McCarthy, 0 for 4. This time, they, uh, the Rebels nominated Representative uh, Byron Donalds. He got the same number as Jim Jordan, uh, 20 votes. He just had a lengthy conversation. Actually, he's continuing with Tom Emmer. I know we can call Tom right away and get him on the show, don't you think, uh, Dave? Always available. Always available to us, uh, or else he'll go on another show and not answer a single question. So 
I am a little baffled why to the method of McCarthy's strategy. I I just assume if they were coming out for a fourth time, he somehow had made a deal. But the hardliners, the hardliners want one hundred percent of what the hardliners want. And now here's Matt Gates having a conversation with some of the folks, and some of the folks are on his side, some of the folks are not. What if we actually needed Congress right now? I mean, we don't have a Congress right now. No, no one has been seated. If we had some crisis right now and we needed Congress, would they actually vote somebody in or would the hardliners stay true to that? I think they probably still would. It's about notoriety. Dan Crenshaw, uh, very conservative representative out of Texas, nailed it. Notoriety over principle. To the weather, to the complaining, to the nonsense. Your calls. We'll take calls. We love calls. We love texts also. 651-461-9226. Let's go. 651-461-9226. Adele is in studio in downtown Minneapolis, and you didn't tell me. Is that our bumper music theme today? Close, but she couldn't make it okay. in studio. It's unfortunate. Okay. Our bumper uh, theme. Adele, hold on. Let me just, we'll get there in a second. Adele. Over, properly, under. Proper. I don't Proper. know if she can be underrated. People really love her. This song I do. in uh, itself is just phenomenal. Yeah, she has so many phenomenal songs. Now, she dropped a number of notches for me just as a human with uh, the utterly ridiculous explanations on, you know, why things didn't happen in Vegas and, how much money people had paid. Now I'm asking the wrong guy because you're you're proudly a, a cheapskate. Uh, I, think, I think you have a, a tattoo, Mr. Cheapskate. That's what my father would call you, Mr. Cheapskate, with probably some, uh, not probably, some expletives also involved in that nickname. <laughs> yes. I, Carla doesn't love Adele. But there's a part of me that's tempted to try to get those seats, but I'm I'm worried how much it would be to go see Adele in person in Vegas. I'd like to see it though. I'd be in. You're buying the tickets, right? That's what you said. So in other words, Carly doesn't want to go, the two of us yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll Let's be your go. date. Let's go. Fine. I'll be I your like arm it. candy. I'm fine with yes. that. Yes. What else? You're my arm. You're my arm candy. Noon to three, Monday through Friday. Uh, we do have some uh, animated conversations going on in the floor of the house with some of the McCarthy supporters and the hardliners. So it is. It is interesting to watch. I wish it was miked. You know, I wish. We, let's. I mean, sideline reporters in sports. Ninety-eight percent. No. Nine. I'll say 85% of the information they give us is meaningless. You with me? <laughs> yes. I am 100% with you. Uh, we found yeah. out from Coach they uh, have to do a little better in the second half. Back right. to you. And a lot of it a lot of it depends upon the subject mm-hmm. and the person. Okay, he's my friend, so call me biased. Well, I think Garzi does an excellent job on go for football – being direct and specific with Fleck, and then to Fleck's credit, 
he actually ans- he listens directly to what Justin asks him, and he's good. But, I mean, these, these things now where we've added in-game interviews with NFL coaches, nothing, zero, zilch. And then some of the injury reports are just what they're told by the PR guy, so the, the play-by-play guy could say it almost every time, and then the huddle, it's, oh, guess what, play harder. You know, if it's unique, but so many times on TV they feel like they have to go to a person, and they really don't, and... Some of the folks who are on national TV are really good. Tafoya was really good. Other folks, especially on the regional level, you're like, how did this person get a job? The the information is just utterly meaningless. But I would love sideline reporters, so-called sideline reporters, going up to Kevin McCarthy right now and Jim Jordan and others. Wouldn't that be good? Yes, it'd be phenomenal. Oh, that'd be great. Just great. Okay, what is our music theme today, sir? Well, the music theme comes to us from what we're talking about here in in D.C. I have a uh, friend from many years ago in school who's actually an aide in Kevin McCarthy's office, and uh, I connected with him last night and said, "What's what's going on? How's how's he doing?" Yeah, and he said after they adjourned yesterday, McCarthy just locked himself in his office and had this playlist going of just heartbreak. Songs about betrayal. Sure. So I was able to get that playlist. Uh, oh, excellent. Down for me. So this uh, we're going through at least a large part of what was Kevin McCarthy's playlist after the disappointment yesterday, and I'm sure he's probably continuing it if they'll wrap it up uh, without a decision today, too. Now that's reporting. Yeah. That, that type of information you normally don't get from the sideline reporters. Now somebody is pointing out, is it? did she, like, Five years into superstardom, is she now calling herself Adele? Adele is how we're pronouncing it. Adele. Yes. Adele. She didn't tell us this (laughs) when she was the biggest star on the planet for how many years? Exactly. How many people named their dogs and cats after Adele because they loved her so much? It was a beautiful name. And now now everything's ruined. Adele. Adele. A Dale. A Dale. A Dale. Get out like, of here. That's a Dale. That's a John. That's a Dale. <laughs> yes. Is that it? That's exactly it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I hope the bad lip-reading people use the house floor conversation to make a video. <laughs> For sure. They have to. They just have to. On the roads. I live in the Western Burbs. Snow plowing in my neighborhood and other areas. Pretty good. All things considered. Yesterday morning, I was driving Minneapolis. Near uh, Southwest High School before the snowfall, side streets were a total blank show. Didn't look like they'd been plowed all winter. Yeah, there are parts of Minneapolis and St. Paul where <laughs> even with the snow emergencies, it's uh, it looks like nothing has been done. More text here. All you big baby drivers, stay home. Let the professional drivers do their jobs. I drive hundreds of miles, no reason to be on the road if you're afraid to drive in the snow. It's not you, Harrigan. You were out there in it. Right. I was out yesterday working. I was out today working. MnDOT is doing a great job. You're always going to get chowderheads who complain. What do we stand on the word chowderheads? I like clown better, but chowderhead is very strong. <clears throat> yeah, I do. I think clown is just, it works in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I want to give a big round of applause to the city Coon Rapids. The main roads have been very well maintained. Angie from Coon Rapids. Go ahead, Angie. 
Chad, I'm screaming, Uncle, I scheduled a trip to Arizona in two weeks for some R&R and dispensary. <laughs> Lifelong Minnesota. <laughs> this sucks. Bravo, by the way, those dispensaries. You can find those edibles here. We're going to talk edibles and people who are just derelict in their responsibility to kids later in the show. She is now a morning show superstar. And apparently when she accepted this uh, position for five weeks, she gave no thought to our show. I thought it'd be the top priority. Rena Sargentopoulos is minutes away on, I think it's called WCCO. Rena is here, as always, on a Wednesday. She is on the John Schuster Coldwall Banker Hotline. Dave Harrigan, here's how I would have liked it, like to see it play out. I don't know the the names of the general manager, Carol Evan, or the news director, but they they sit Rena down and they say, Rena, we'd love to have you uh we'd love to have you join the morning show for at least Five weeks, Dave. This is this is the the brain wizards at Care Eleven, and Rennie says, "Well, my number one commitment during the week is twelve thirty-five at WCCO Radio with Dave and Chad. Will this affect me in any way on their show?" And they say, "No, it will not." And then she says, "I'm in." Dave, do you think that's fair? Before we get Rena's view, because I assume that's what she said. Do you think that's fair, also? I think it's fair, only one issue with what you said in that uh, 1235. Come on, we all know that's usually 1240 by the time you actually get to her. That's that's true, because my clock manages so bad. Uh, How accurate was my outline of what really happened? Oh, it's spot on. It was almost like you were in the room. (laughs) Uh, They have no idea you're even on this uh, silly show, correct? They have no idea, none. They have zero idea. Oh, they don't. They don't. <laughs> uh, uh, how? So four thirty to seven, correct? Yes. See, I got to be honest. I'm an insomniac, and this is no slight at you because you know I'm Team Rena. I don't watch a lot of TV four thirty to seven. So I was, uh, but I know a lot of people do, and it's it's bravo. It's a money making venture or. For the local stations, and I hope it, I hope you kill it. What time? What time is the alarm set? And are you somebody who like alarm once, alarm twice, alarm three times? Are you boom up right away? Um, it depends on the situation, but for this, and I've worked mornings before in my career, I am so paranoid about oversleeping that I am up on the very first, I set two alarms at two different times just in case, like I accidentally turn one off and, and instead of like hitting a snooze button or something like that. Um, yep. And I, I'm going to, I'm knocking on my head right now, knock on wood. Um, I have never in 26 years missed or had been late for a, a shift. So um, I mean, for your early mornings, I'm sure I've been late yeah. uh, to many things, but um so, no, I – and I'm one of those people that also it's like the night before a flight where you can't really sleep. So for five weeks, I really don't sleep. <laughs> that's not – You know what that's like, oh, though, right? Oh, yeah, trust me. I know the feeling as a full-fledged insomniac. Okay, what time does the alarm go off? 2.30. 2.30. Yeah. When it's 2.31, are you dreading your decision? That you said yes to this morning show. 
Um, you know, it's not at 2.31. It's not until like 8 a.m. where I'm like, what on earth has happened? And why? <laughs> Dear God, why did I say yes? Um, and then you have to try to stay up because if you nap at all, then you will not be able to sleep at night. And then the whole day is just terrifying. Um, so that's why I'm out building forts in the snow with my kid right now because I'm trying to stay awake. That's very impressive. How long How long were you a part of the morning show um, on, on the radio set? Oh, on radio? Um, yeah. When I came to care, I was on the morning show, and I did that for three and a half years. And then okay. um, when I did radio, I did we did radio for two years. We had a radio show for okay. two years. Yeah. And let's be honest, with radio compared to TV, ball cap, roll in, it's, oh, yeah. it's easier. It's much easier. No offense. The, the, you know. The preparation ahead as far as showering and makeup and all that stuff is is eliminated. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I lay out all my clothes the night before. So I literally – and I take a shower before I go to bed so that when I get up, I just have to pull everything on and, like, run the comb through my hair and put the makeup on. See, I have to – if I'm up early, I need to shower then. It helps wake me up. Yeah, I don't have time for that. No, no time. Well, last time we chatted with you, you were in the shower running to the front door for the UPS guy. I was. I was. He has not come back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he requested a different route. Yes, Some middle-aged yes. lady, wet and naked. How, okay, and I are, don't want to go back again. Okay, when, you, when you're doing this morning shift, are you sleeping in the same bed as your husband, or is he... Has he ventured somewhere else because he doesn't want to wake up at 2.30? I actually sleep in my daughter's room because I go to bed with her at the same time then. We just go to bed at the same time, and then when I wake up, I just leave her room and I go get ready. Well, is she okay with it? Does she just, boom, fall right back asleep, or does she not even wake up? She doesn't wake up. She doesn't even notice. That's good. Yeah, that's better yeah. that way. Uh, forts, you're making a fort. Are you a good fort builder? I am not, and I'm also having problems with the sledding hill, So, and mostly because I ain't good with physics. So I can't figure out why we're getting hung up on one area on the, on the sled run. Sledding is tremendous. I don't care what age you are. It's still fun. How about tubing? Does Rena Sargenopoulos tube during the uh, winter months? I would totally go tubing. We haven't done it this year. But we should. Oh. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's Are you there's a tuber? so many. Do you tube? I like to tube. It just depends on if uh, Q, how adventurous he's feeling. He had a bad experience in Maple Grove one time. He slipped, and it has stayed in his head. But a couple years ago, we we traveled to Theater Worth repeatedly, and finally, Rena, on this just beautiful sunny. It was fairly late in the winter. He went down this hill by himself. And I was just almost crying, to be honest, because I was so proud Aww. of him overcoming this. And it was it was such a cool video, too, because he just it was just classically nice outside. And he just went off in the sun. It just turned out great. So, yeah, tubing Aww. is uh, fun. I've started to snowshoe again this winter, and that's been pretty fun so far. Oh, that's not my jam. Yeah. Well, now there's so much snow in the neighborhood. Instead of going anywhere, 
I can just stay right where I live in Snowshoe. I don't need to find a place. Uh, I want to talk uh, Gabriel Union. Okay. Or Gabriel oh, Union. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. So we talked uh, last week about double standards, men versus women in many areas, including in television news. So uh, Gabrielle Union is on a show. It's with, what, Dax Shepard. Let me find it here. Who? Dax Shepard and Monica Padman, armchair expert. I think this is a fairly popular podcast. And she she's now married to Dwayne Wade, but she was married to someone before. I'm not familiar with uh, Chris Howard. And here are the first two graphs. Union felt entitled to cheat on Chris Howard during their dysfunctional marriage. Here's what she said. I was paying the bills. I was working my ass off. And I felt like that's what comes with it. Like my dad, uh, like my dad before me, whoever has the most gets to do whatever the hell they want is what I thought. Now, maybe she's joking a little bit. But can I say this? And I've liked uh, Gabby Union. I've seen her interviewed on things. But if this is a guy, isn't a guy getting crushed more than Gabrielle Union is getting? It's 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 trending right now. It's out there. But I think this is where the double standard actually is benefiting a female as opposed to most of them hurting a female. I would agree. And you know what? It's. That, what a terrible thing to say. And you know what? Yes. I know that not all marriages work out. And I know like you had an amicable divorce and that is wonderful. And it doesn't yep. always work out that way. But the idea when you enter into a marriage is that it is a partnership. And sometimes one person does do more than the other. There were two years where my husband stayed at home and raised my daughter when she was a baby, you know, and now he's the one that's, you know, out there, you know, making more money and doing the stuff and the things. But that's just how a relationship works. There's always someone that's giving more or doing more, uh, and then hopefully it equals out at some point. Um, what a terrible thing to say, and yes, that's, that's, she should get slammed for that. She should get slammed every bit as much as a man would get slammed for that. Yeah. I mean, now later it says she joked, and I looked for this story a bunch of times. She, she joked, she said, neither one of us felt like our marriage should get in the way of our dating. So she's she's joking about that. Maybe I just need to hear the context a little bit more because, yeah, um, well, and, it's and indefensible. Like, clearly someone who doesn't take the institution of marriage seriously, and not that everybody does, obviously, but. No, um, no. Yeah, it's just it must not mean to her what it means to many other people. Yeah, unless I'm just missing everything else which led up to it. But there were a fair amount of stories about it today. And I would have I I felt like they would have provided a little bit more context. So we'll have we'll have to see um, if she offers up an apology, just owns it. You know, like we said, sometimes marriages don't end that well. So somebody doesn't want to, you know, step back and provide any apology whatsoever. All right. Go back to your fort. Will do. So no one-hour nap. You won't even try an hour nap today. No, I'm not going to do that. It will ruin me. Do you want to ruin me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. Okay. Want to I was just trying to. I was trying to help you. Trying to. I was just if wondering. If you guys come over hour. and help with the fort, I will make you old-fashioned. Ooh. 
I'll, give you my, I'll text you my address. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Stay outside until I show up. Okay. Sounds good. See you, Rena. Rena, Sargentopolis. Check her out. Care 11, 437. Arnie Carlson, frequent guest of the show, former governor. He joins us at 107 on the home of the Wolves, CCO. Tunes from Kevin McCarthy's office as he's fighting off the tears. They are voting again, the same people, okay? McCarthy's up again, Jeffries is up again, and Representative Donalds is up again. Now, Donalds sat with Tom Emmer, third in the chain of command for a long, long time. There are a lot of conversations between the hardliners and the rest of the Republicans. Will anything change? We'll find out. Linda's construction time check is... 1257 windows one way to go infinity from marvin windows